Tigers will love that. Download our app today and enjoy tackle-busting benefits with great odds, more markets, and same-game multi every NRL match at Palmer Bed. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Welcome everyone to episode 418 of Fergo and the Freak. My name's the Glorious League Freak. You can find me on Twitter at League Freak. And wow, what a third State of Origin game. One of those games that the thing I love about Rugby League is when it's at its best, it goes beyond sport. It turns into human drama. It's a matter of seeing these the best athletes we have in the game in Australia push to their limits to the point where some of them break. And if you can't enjoy that, I don't know what's wrong with you because I watch it and I'm just blown away by it. Um, The game has been over now for about 30 to 40 minutes and my heart rate is still going. I had one of my Twitter followers saying their heart rate's still going. And I was like, yeah, mine is too. Okay. Let's get into it. So, Queensland has won the third state of origin and the series 22 points to 12 over New South Wales. The first five minutes of the game, we saw three players, their night was over. They got knocked out. There probably should have been a fourth because Matt Burton got knocked the fuck out as well. And he stayed on the field, which I was a little bit shocked by. Um, Selwyn Cobbo left the field early. Uh, who were the other ones? There was uh, Lindsay Collins, I think, was one of the players that left the field early. And let me just find... The, it was the the uh, lock for the Rabbitohs. Uh, Cameron Murray. He also left the field early. They just got knocked the fuck out in the first five minutes, like switched off. Um, it was incredible. I've never seen a start to a game like that. It was really physical. Uh, then Burton got also like knocked out, it looked like. He stayed on the field. He played pretty much the rest of the game. Missed 10 minutes in the middle, but we'll get to that. Um, and in the first half, it was a really good struggle between the two teams. Um Queensland had to hold on a little bit more in the first half, I felt like. And New South Wales, you know, there were times where they had they had to hold on too, but it felt like as the half went on, they become more and more confident. You know, Tedesco was playing very well. Cleary was playing very well. Uh, Cleary was running the ball a lot in the first half. It was really good to see from him. And he was really controlling the play as well, which is what I wanted to see from him um, in this deciding game. We saw an incident where there was, I think there was like a kick downfield. And when Burton was running back on side, he sort of tripped over the top of Ponga. And as he tripped over the top of Ponga, uh, Gagai saw it and he runs in and he starts fighting him. And they both threw punches at each other. They both got sent to the sin bin for 10 minutes. They didn't really hurt one another. You know, Burton got a bit of a bruised face, but they weren't really good punches. So they were playing uh, 12 on 12 for a little bit there for 10 minutes. But, uh, wow, the first half was magnificent. It was a really tight struggle. The second half was very, very different. Queensland had decided, and you saw it in their kicking game, they'd wanted to they wanted to keep New South Wales down in their own half of the field. There was one point where Daly Cherry Evans kicked the ball, I think it was only on the second tackle, just to get 
New South Wales turned around. It felt like for the last half hour of the game, New South Wales were defending their line the whole time. And it wasn't helped by some really poor mistakes. Uh, there was one mistake where Crichton had the ball, ran it. He was 10 metres out. He'd done such a good job too. He got 10 metres out from his own line. And then throws the ball backwards to no one. And I think it was Liam Martin got tackled in goal. And, you know, they've got to drop it out again. Uh, there was a, a pass by... Uh, Jerome Luai that just went over the sideline. There was just silly mistakes like that. There was another drop ball, uh, Talakai, I think it was, that he uh, he started running across the field while he was like five metres out from his own goal line. And, and that's one of those, that's one of those things that is like really basic, you know, and, and that's what happens in these games. You get so much pressure and the crowd is going off. The crowd was amazing. Um, you know, and all everything's on the line in this series and players start making mistakes. And because New South Wales were basically tackling their guts out on their own line, and for the most part, it was amazing, their defensive effort, you saw Tedesco and Cleary, just they didn't have an opportunity to do anything in the game. And it just changed the whole complexion of the game. It was really, really incredible. I said going into this game uh, with Munster out, to watch DCE because DCE is one of those players that when you sort of think to yourself, oh man, DCE is playing a lone hand here. That's when he's at his best. And we saw it in this game. He's so experienced. And I think people forget that like this is a dude that was even in his first couple of seasons, he was in grand finals and all sorts of shit. Like these big occasions, he's just played in so many of them. He doesn't get overawed by them. He was magnificent tonight. He was just absolutely amazing. Um, Carrigan ended up uh, playing most of the game. He might have played the entire game. I think he started the game, was moved into the starting side. He won the Wally Lewis medal for the player of the series. And it's hard to argue against that. He was fantastic. He really stepped up to a new level. And that's what you love to see in State of Origin footy is what the best players in the game, what they can drag out of themselves when... Everybody else has nothing left. Who steps up? And he was one of those players that stepped up. Um, Ponga was pretty good in this game. I thought that, uh, you know, he wasn't still wasn't as dangerous from fullback as you would want your fullback to be, but he did did get pretty good when they were attacking the New South Wales line in the second half there. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that what it comes down to is just too many mistakes by New South Wales close to their own line. And they just left themselves with too much work to do. And eventually Queensland just, they just wore them out, you know, and that was their tactic. It was absolutely incredible. And man, there's, I, I tweeted during the game that sometimes you see people coming into a state of origin series and they think they're clever. They're like, oh, state of origin. It's not the be all and end all, you know, there's other stuff beyond origin. All of those people were shutting the fuck up when this game was on. Because when you watch a game of rugby league like that, and it's just so much is happening, every single play matters. There's nothing better in sport than that. There's just nothing better. Um, I think the 2008 World Cup final was like that, where... You know, early on, it was it was a game of footy. It was a very good game of footy. And then all of a sudden, it turned into something different. All of a sudden, it was a human drama playing out in front of us. And we saw who cracked, who didn't, who stepped up. 
that's what I love about rugby league. That's why it gets me because you see players push themselves to their physical limits. And at some point it, it just becomes more than what you can do physically. It's a mental side of the game. And towards the end of the game, the the last play of the game, basically, there was that incredible moment where Cleary gets a ball and like New South Wales are trying anything at this stage. They've got to make up points. Cleary goes for a chip kick over the top. He's got his runners around him. And Ben Hunt just gets it and runs with it. And it was amazing to see Ben Hunt, who I love. If you listen to the podcast, I'm always saying, like, I love betting on him for any time try scorer. You know, the the things he does for the Dragons. He tries in every game. He's, you know, in this Origin games, he gets played out of position and he still plays well. And here he's in this giant game and he ices it right at the death big game ben hunt um if you didn't like seeing ben hunt have that moment damn it you've got no heart you know i'm a new south wales fan it kills me that they lost tonight it really does i was i'm gutted that we lost the game but when ben hunt got that ball and he was going for the line and isaiah yo big dude he's chasing him down and he just didn't have the pace. Like, they were about as quick as one another. Uh, and Ben Hunt scores and ices the series for Queensland. Damn. What a game. A bloody good series. And, you know, for all the talk leading in of, like, these two teams don't... You know, where's the passion for State of Origin? I saw one of my followers, Anna, she was, like, talking about how some of these journalists were saying... um. Oh, there's no passion in State of Origin anymore. Shut the fuck up, man. Watch that game and tell me there's no passion in State of Origin. All of those players busted their ass for 80 minutes. And they put on a performance that just makes you realize why rugby league's the best game. It's damn, it was good. So amazing. Um, I don't know what else to say other than that. Uh, what can you look at for the series? I think Queensland, you know, I don't understand the thing of people saying, I saw on Twitter, there was lots of trolling on Twitter at full time. It was really weird. I I don't understand it because, like, you watch a cool game like that and you wonder why the fuck are there miserable people after a game like that? But there's miserable people on Twitter. Um, some of the things that were being said were like, this was the second worst Queensland team ever. And, like, if you listen to the podcast we've been doing over this series... I loved the look of this Queensland side. I thought it was so well balanced and just really well put together. And, you know, just a really great team. I thought the New South Wales team was a really great team. Um, you know, just mistakes. Mistakes at the end of the day cost New South Wales when it counted. You can't make mistakes on your line. And when you look over Origin's entire history, like going back to the first game, there's series like this that are very very close and those series are all they're decided by mistakes they really are they really are damn it was a good series um makes you think about what the makeup of the australian team is going to be at the end of the year and looking at it i think you got to take ben hunt and put him on the bench 
it coming onto the field as a as backup hooker. I think New, uh, I think Australia has to go with that two hooker rotation because it worked so well for Queensland in that first game. New South Wales went for it in the second game, and both sides went with it and it worked well. Although I will say in this third game, it seemed like Brad Fittler instead of um, having the minutes kind of evenly spread between Coruscant and uh, and Cook, he kind of thought that he would keep Coruscant out there, and Coruscant was playing really well. Brought him off, put Cook on for a little bit, and then played them both for a, a moment in that the end of that second half. Didn't really work out for New South Wales. Cook really didn't do anything. Um, and that was a mistake. I think that, you know, Tupo had a, a shocker of a game. He, he had some mistakes in this game. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it turned out he picked up a little bit of an injury. He was very casual getting the ball in a couple of situations, and it, it you know, it just put New South Wales on the back foot. Um, I still would have liked Josh Adokar there instead of him. Uh, some of the other things to come out of this series, Brian Toto. Just so reliable. So many meters you get out of him. I actually saw overall for the teams, there was a stat that uh, Channel 9 had up towards it just before I switched off. And there was, they both, both teams had run for 1,500 meters. I think New South Wales had 1,501 meters. So there was one meter difference between the two teams, which is bloody incredible. Uh, some of the other things. I tell you what, if you'd put money on... Um, Josh Papali'i, like I'd said, at 151 bucks. There were times in this game where you were like, hmm, is this going to turn out? Didn't quite get there, unfortunately, but he had a pretty damn good game. Uh, the Harry Grant was very good. He, he uh, did a nice little move there that, that ended up being a try to Capewell. Uh, I believe that was just at the end of the, the first half where he kind of went out a dummy half, went to his left, did a full 360 and then kicked the ball sort of back around the back of the ruck. And uh, I, I won't say he caught Queen, uh, New South Wales's defense off guard because they were all there, but Capewell just got to the ball first. Um, really good play that was. Um, what else really stood out for me? That was it. It was just one of those games that was just a knockdown, drag him out fight. And damn. What a contest. What an absolutely amazing contest. That's why people tune in on TV. That's why people fill stadiums. That's why people from outside New South Wales and Queensland tune in and just love this series. Because, you know, in over three games, you are likely to see something incredible. And every so often, there's just this one game that you are left speechless watching. And this was it. We've seen some good footy over the course of this Origin series. But, Dan, this third game was something else. Absolutely something else. Um, does Fittler keep his job? I don't know that there's anyone else knocking on the door for his job. I thought that there were some things that he probably could have done better. I think that when you see things like the hooker situation from the first game, and then he adopts something different in the second game. Um, he he left some players out that he'd selected in that first game. Like those sort of decisions that you make, when you're going into the second game and you've got to make those decisions, it's too late to to a certain point. 
you've got to have your shit together from game one. So that's one thing that sort of is a concern for New South Wales. But I wouldn't be shocked if he's there next year just because I don't see anybody else knocking on the door. Billy Slater becomes uh, one of, I think it's about half a dozen people that have won a series in their first coaching role at State of Origin level. Uh, Fittler was one of those people as well, I think. Um, but Billy Slater did really well. You can't really fault anything he did. Um, put together a good squad. Uh, really worked off the back of some of the work that had been done before him. And that's taken nothing away from him. That's just saying that he's he's watched this series and he's seen you know, plays that he's liked going in. He also blooded a bunch of young players as well that they all stood up and they all did really well in this Origin series. Didn't put a foot wrong. Um, and and wasn't a wasn't a bastard about it too, you know. Sometimes you see some of these Origin coaches and stuff, and they get narky about it. And people were blowing up that they weren't narky about it. Him and Fitler, I thought it was nice. You know, we don't have to all act like we're bloody enemies all the time. And you can still get a game like that at the other end of the contest. You know, it doesn't mean you're not going to get some epic contest out of it because the coaches don't hate each other's guts but i thought slater was great uh the channel nine coverage wasn't great the commentary was a bit off it was weird because cameron smith who is as, about as a one-eyed queenslander as you'll find and, and very proudly so i found his commentary fantastic in this game i think it's the best he's commentated since he's moved into the commentary box um he was really fair with both sides, I thought he really gave you an insight to what team both teams were doing, which is something that I think is really missing with a lot of commentary teams. You know, he was cheering on Ben Hunt at the end, but you can forgive him for that because it was such an amazing moment for Ben Hunt and for Queensland in general. Um, but yeah, I was really impressed with with Cameron Smith's commentary in this this uh, this game. It was really good, much better than Andrew John's commentary. Well, uh, what a series. What a what a bloody good series. So, the schedule now is we now focus our attention on the NRL season proper for the rest of the season until we start looking towards the World Cup. Now, I will do a rundown of the upcoming games. I'll get that episode to you probably within the next 24 hours, so keep an eye out for that. I hope you enjoyed the State of Origin series as much as I did. It was just so cool to watch. So fantastic. Um, you know, when we had that series that was played at the end of the year, that was one Origin series where I was like, it didn't really feel like Origin. There was something about playing the series at the end of the year and so quick together. It just felt like it was missing something. And... Me and Andrew talked about maybe there's something that's been missing a little bit in the Origin series. I tell you what, when they play like that, you're like, Dan, there's nothing like Origin. There's nothing like it. I know I've rambled a little bit about how good the game was, but that's just how I felt. You had to watch it, man. I hope everyone that's listening to this podcast watched the game because you'll understand why I've been going like like I have. So thank you for listening. Uh, please check out leaguefreak.com. That's my website. Check out rugbyleagueproject.org. That is Andrew's website. Subscribe to the podcast. Share it with your friends. Tell people that you know, like, hey, have a listen to this podcast. You'll probably like it. Um, and uh, thank you to everyone for your support. 
it's been a huge year for us already on the podcast and we are coming home strong because we've got the NRL regular season that plays out, how the Panthers going to go for the rest of the year. They are currently setting a, a bloody good standard. Can they keep that up? Then we've got the World Cup at the end of the year. We will be on top of the World Cup like no one else. We will probably be broadcasting after every single game for the World Cup. We cannot wait for that. And then there's the off-season where we don't stop podcasting anyway. So thank you for listening. Um, Queensland wins. That sucks. I blame Julie. Thank you once again. Download our app today and enjoy tackle-busting benefits with great odds, more markets, and same-game multi every NRL match at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858.